0: We are continuing through the Gospel of Matthew we're in the twenty-second chapter, and we're up to the fifteenth verse. And we've seen how uh, the relationship between Jesus, particularly the religious rulers, was sort of intensifying. Shall we say, the conflict was starting to build. They had come to him and said, "Hey, by what authority are you doing these things? You know, why? Who gave you the power to do this?" And Jesus responded by uh, giving him really three parables. And the last one we just looked at, talking about how, remember the king had invited people to a guest. He was going to throw a big party for his son's wedding feast. But the guests that were invited didn't come. And so we went through that in the last episode. Uh, the way that Jesus closed it out was that uh, since the ones that were invited didn't come, he goes to the ones that weren't invited, the world, and invites them. They did come. But some people got in without wedding clothes. Remember that? And Jesus says, how did you get in? And The man was speechless. And so the, the king says, you know what? Bind him, hand to foot, throw him in the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. It's interesting that Jesus tells this in a parable, and it's a king that says those truths right there. And the Lord is saying these truths to us. Well, the very next word in verse 15 is, then... So it's it's flowing right out of this, okay, Uh, out of this encounter that Jesus had. And it's going to continue to intensify. Wait till you get to chapter 23, you'll see. (laughs) But And uh, chapter 22, verse 15 says this. Then the Pharisees went and plotted together how they might trap him in what he said. Now, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke all have an account of this. And they're basically the same, okay? But I wanted to share a couple of verses to where you can see the nuances and really the additional truth that you get. Listen to what Mark says about this. In the 13th verse of the 12th chapter, of Mark it says this. Then they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to him in order to trap him in a statement. So Matthew said it was the Pharisees. Well, it is the Pharisees. Mark says it's Pharisees and some of the Herodians, okay? So you had the. Some the religious rulers, Pharisees, and the political rulers, the Herodians. Listen to what Luke says. Uh, this is the 20th verse of the 20th chapter. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be righteous in order that they might catch him in some statement so that they could deliver him to the, uh, over to the rule and the authority of the governor. So Luke shows us that these Pharisees and these Herodians came and they sent them as spies and they pretended to be righteous. So what what does that mean? It looks like that there were uh, Pharisees, Herodians, that Jesus didn't know. The ones that hadn't been there before, that hadn't been tracking with him, that hadn't been following with him. And they come along and they're spies and they're pretending to be righteous. They're pretending to follow Jesus. They're pretending to be part of his disciples. And what they were wanting to do was to catch him in a statement. So let's go back to Matthew. The 16th verse of Matthew says this. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. There the Herodians come in saying, Teacher, we know that you are truthful and teach the way of God in truth and defer to no one for you are not partial to any. Now what they're saying here is absolutely true. And a lot of times I want to read this with just sort of sarcasm dripping off my tongue. And, you know, that's the way that I have felt that this was being done. But the more I looked at it, particularly with that Luke passage over there we just read, that they were spies that came in and they were trying to seek how to trip him up. I'm not too sure that they were being snarky and smarmy here. I think they were trying to feign righteousness and trying to trip him up with what they considered to be a legitimate question. So they're sitting there now saying, teacher, they call him teacher. We know you're truthful. They're acknowledging. We know that you speak the truth. We know that you teach the way of God and that you teach the way of God in truth. We know that you defer to no one, okay, which means there's no partiality with him and that there's no partiality with you in any way. So they say all that to set him up, and they're acknowledging. We know all this about you. So here comes the question. Tell us then. (laughs) You know, just the way they phrase it, you know, let's say that they weren't being smarky and snarky and swarmy and smarmy with this thing, okay? Let's say they were. Well, now they say, well, tell us then, what do you think? So that's the first question, what do you think? And then they're going to ask the real question. But let's say that they're really acting like that they're serious about knowing this. That whole little phrase, tell us then, means, okay, we've established the ground rules here that we acknowledge all this is true about you. So now, big guy, tell us what do you think? You know, either way, it was readily obvious to anybody there that something was going on, a setup was happening here. So here's the second question. They ask, is it lawful to give a poll tax to Caesar or not? So is it lawful? Well, there's all sorts of things. That could, you know, a lawful according to who? According to the Roman law? Well, yeah, according to the Roman law it was. According to the religious law? See, you had the Pharisees and the Herodians here. They were trying to say anything to trip him up with any law. So according to our religious law, is it lawful to pay Caesar's tax? Look what Jesus did. He's not even going to argue with them. <laughs> it's what's so brilliant about this. But Jesus perceived their malice, literally their wickedness. He perceived what they were up to, and he perceived that malice, and he confronted the malice. Look what he says. Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? So Jesus knew they were testing, him, and he called them what they were. See, so often we just don't do that. To start with, we don't perceive, because we're trying to logically reason with somebody, and we don't allow the Spirit of the Lord to give us insight, revelation, illumination, enlightenment into what's going on. But he knew it. He perceived their malice, and he says, why are you testing me? And then he calls them what they are, you hypocrites. Then he continues, verse 19, show me the coin used for the poll tax. And they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, whose likeness and inscription is this? And they said to him, it's Caesar's. Then he said to them, then render the Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. I mean, even to this day, we are amazed uh, by the wisdom and by the insight and by the fact that he would not let them bait him on anything. Verse 22 of the Matthew passage says this, And hearing this, they were amazed. And leaving him, they went away. Who went away? Yeah, it was the Pharisees, the Herodians, the spies that were trying to set him up. They were amazed by what he said. I don't think they're going to stop right there. We're going to see in the next verse, in the next episode. They're not going to stop there. Listen to verse 26 of the Luke Luke passage. Luke closes like this. And they were unable to catch him in a saying, in the presence of the people, and being amazed at his answer, they became silent. Notice that, in the presence of the people. Remember how when they asked the first question, by whose authority are you doing these things? they did it. They came in and interrupted Jesus' teaching, and they did it in the presence of the people. Jesus dealt with them in the presence of the people. See, the people knew what was going on here. They saw through all this stuff. The religious rulers, they left sort of with their tail between their legs. They became silent. They were amazed by his answer. But they were not done yet. (laughs) We know that. We'll continue to see how the plot develops in the next episode. I'll see you all then.